Good morning. Good morning, Dennis. As loud. Was it loud? <laughs> In my ear, it was. I, <laughs> I just got a brand new phone. Does it sound louder? Maybe. I don't know. A little bit. I mean, you were kind of yelling, though. <laughs> I was. I was yelling. That's right. It does sound. It actually does sound kind of louder and a little different. I had quite a doozy of a weekend. Did I will, you? I'll, I'll, I'll say it was a good takeaway. I'll, I'll explain in the uh, the entry into the uh, into the episode. Good morning, James. Good morning, friends. Good morning. We're the defective characters. Three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. And I am Simba. The opinions are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, we'll be sharing our experience on old-timers in this episode 105 of the Defective Characters Podcast. Let's go. Hey. I think of Mufasa. Now, I do want to make a little disclaimer. Obviously, these are our opinions. We just talked about that. But old-timers, if you want to call them elder statesmen, uh, people that have been around the rooms and are uh, a staple of our sobrieties, we're going to talk about that. So, no disrespect. If you don't like the term old-timer, it's one that's just used quite a lot. So, that's why uh, that's why we're using it today. It's out of respect. Are, are people offended by that term? I always thought I that was like that, a term of endearment, kind of. I don't... I, what do you think, James? Because I know I heard you use elder statesman. Did you do that I because... Would, no, I would go to Dennis for this because he's the most offended by most things that people say. So. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. <laughs> and, th- and that's no disrespect. It's just you are more yeah, caring so, of other people's feelings. Dennis says it's I don't know. In our, I don't know. In our home group, they use that term. Yeah. So I, I just thought I didn't know anyone was against that term. You know, yeah. our, our sponsor uses elder statesman. I think Whoa. that's more... Um, it's more, it's more, it's, it's more pretentious. Yeah. I'm just kidding. James, why don't we start with you? How's everything been the last week? Last week has been good. Um, been working. I had, um, Monday off when I was able to do some service work for my mother-in-law. We're, um, I'm painting her bathroom and I carpeted her her closet so that's wow. been fun and it's been nice um just i worked 12 hours yesterday and i woke up pretty sore took some tylenol and uh, i'm starting my first on the job training at disney today so i'm excited about that wow yeah now how long is the on the job so essentially you'll be a shadow is that what it is that's correct. Um, Twelve thirty to four thirty, and I had I got a little app, um, a flashcard app. So I've just been going through all the cards, um, just kind of learning new stuff, learning a lot of new fancy liquors that I didn't even know existed. Um, and um, yeah, quite fun for an alcoholic. <laughs> now you you had already been there, right? You already. Did a day of work or something? Uh, that is correct, Dennis. I did uh, 
what, what's called Disney traditions, where they give you the whole backstory of Disney and what they're about and how they expect, you know, the best from their employees. And they're like, there's something special about you. That's why you've been chosen. <laughs> and um, uh, I won't get into details, but it was quite magical. A certain uh, little mouse came to see me and he gave me my name tag. So that wow. Was- that was cool. And then um, uh, I had one other day where I just sat in uh, a computer lab, like back in school, and did a bunch of courses, you know, safety courses, uh, how to approach people, how to ID people, when to you know when someone's drunk or not. <laughs> I'm pretty good at that. Is there a particular phrase that you're supposed to say within each company if you can't serve them, or is it up to the discretion of the server? Um, Well, in most cases, you never, you know, say you're cut off. Uh, You never say you're drunk, or what you do say is, like, you you offer them a glass of water or some food, you know, and if if they're, like, falling over and stuff, you, you stop, you stop serving them and you you just let a manager know immediately yeah you so just I, I thought it, it you do it with tact you know i thought at disney they just said you're acting goofy mickey says get out you are you are on one today my friend and i love it that is great <laughs> yeah and so and this is the first day i'll be i'll be shadowing so i gotta tell you like when i was doing the tour uh of where i was working it's so funny because one of the, well, one of the training videos they showed like, well, you got to give people space. And it showed like this, this girl and she was just like, hi, how are you today? And she would hug them. And then in the video, you'd see all the people like feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> she kept doing it until someone said, um, you know, maybe you shouldn't go around hugging people. And I So think this, this was the server they were saying like. No, this is just a video for for all the employees. And I think it came about because of the pandemic. Like, yeah, we can't do that anymore because of the pandemic. And then when I went to uh, my location, um, I'm in like a a costume. And uh, this girl saw me in the costume. She's like, oh, you're working with us. And she came up and hugged me. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, like, "Uh oh, is this a test? That's <laughs> totally what I would have thought. That was the funniest thing. I was like, oh, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> so you can't make that stuff up. That's hilarious. That really that really is good. Well, it's a solid uh I, I'm glad everything's going going well. I know there was some some stress with some scheduling difficulties. Uh, and I've been praying that that doesn't happen in the future because that's the biggest that's the biggest stress. It's nice actually when so many people want you, but sometimes there are scheduling conflicts like that. They um I've got set days at Disney now. They hired me part time, so it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I let my other job know, hey, I can't work these days, and that's it. There's you know, unless nice. you know, things come up with holidays and stuff, but I'll cross that bridge when I get there. Who knows? Awesome. Dennis, how is everything? I know you and James had plans last we talked to go see the new Marvel movie. Yeah, we did. We went and saw Shang-Chi. It was amazing. It was really good. Everyone should go see it. Yeah. And how's, how's everything else? 
Everything else is my air conditioning is still out. No. Yeah, it's gonna be out for like two or three more weeks. That's insane. It is insane because they actually have to manufacture the parts to fix it because they're out of air conditioning parts in Florida, I guess, which is insanity. But yeah, but we have like a space cooler or. I guess they call it a space cooler, whatever. One of the air conditioning that you kind of like. You put in the window. Plug, put it into the window and it cools off at least the downstairs and it makes the upstairs more bearable. So that's fine. But my sleep's all screwed up and stuff because, like, several nights I wasn't able to fall asleep because it was uncomfortable. So now I'm having a hard time falling asleep at night and then coming home after I do the morning meeting stuff and then sleeping like half the day. You should so I'm ask trying to get that back on track. Why did you see if Mike can let you stay at his place? His I mean, couch? he he uh, offered it, but... yeah, You can, you can stay at this Mike's as well on the couch if, yeah. if you want to hang out in Waterford Lakes. Yeah, but... A little further it, away. It, it's bearable now. Now I just got to adjust my sleeping schedule again. So, cool. yeah. but Mike, Mike did offer, my sponsor Mike offered for me to sleep on his couch. And then he's going out of town tomorrow to Turkey. for a couple of weeks. Yep. To Switzerland, Canada, and Turkey. Wonderful. Yeah. That's, that's uh, awfully nice. Can you even imagine? So, up north. Growing up, I didn't have AC, like the central air AC at all. We had yeah, that's insanity. We had one unit that would be upstairs in my parents' room, and then one little unit downstairs that was in the windows. And when people say AC, that's what they meant. Like yeah. that's that's all it was. And I was thinking about this. My father thought that it was a good idea i i don't think it worked at all but he would hang a sheet from upstairs to downstairs on the stairs he would just nail it to the ceiling and let it hang down to keep the cool air upstairs where the ac was and downstairs so that way it would the downstairs wouldn't be lost and i'm like i don't think that actually works because it's just <laughs> a regular sheet but yeah. Like that's all that's all we had. And then there were some years where it was just the ceiling fan. And now granted, it's not as hot, but it's honestly not that different. It's like eighty it's in the eighties instead of in the nineties. So right now it's what, like usually like ninety as a high of the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Like ninety four, ninety five. Ninety four, ninety five. So it's still it just made no sense. Like now that I have experienced the AC down here, I'm with you. I would lose my mind. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's interesting too because, like, in Florida, growing up in Florida, we've always had air conditioning because you can't live in Florida without air conditioning. Right. But then, like, when I got a little older, I learned about like how a lot of Europe doesn't have air conditioning. A lot of states up north in Canada and stuff don't have air conditionings. And then, like this past couple of years or whatever they've been getting a lot of heat waves where it has been like 90s and 100 and stuff like that and like i watch a lot of youtubers from like canada and europe and stuff like that and like 
in their videos and stuff like that they'll talk about it how like they're just sweltering and they have no relief from it whatsoever because there is no air conditioning yeah yeah there's that and then they have to deal with also the frigid cold temperatures now obviously they have heat in their houses but it's just like that's almost worse to me having to deal with that so I know you're grateful you don't have to deal with like the snow and everything else but everybody's with you you know if if you're in a place that has ac and you don't live without it it goes out for a second like if the power goes out or there's a hurricane it's like oh my god what are we gonna do yeah the worst well so hopefully the end in sight is a couple weeks away whenever those parts come in yeah if you want dennis i can pick you up sometimes and we can go to a cool place I'm going to blow, blow you know what? I'm going to get you a bucket of ice and a fan. And <laughs> old school. Old I've school thought about AC. that. I, I thought about that because like, you know, all the old cartoons and movies and stuff, they do that. And then I'm like, it's really not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> like you'd have to have such a big block of ice that's not going to melt in five minutes. The carousel of progress. There you go. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Cooling fans. <laughs> it'll never work Whatever it'll never say. work um, so that's good so so funny that you mentioned about AC so I uh, over the weekend uh, I had a work event at a country concert there were something like 20,000 people there and they had us in oh by the way I did get tested that's why I wanted to stay away from you guys because they, they said you're supposed to wait a couple days so I'm, I should hear back today I feel like a million bucks, so I don't what, think I, I and like um, a sanity test. Yeah, sanity. I got sanitized, and it should be good. But um, so the the festival had these glamping tents that are these big yurts, twelve by fourteen. They had the portable AC units, like you were talking about, Dennis, in the windows, and I was excited because I'm like, oh, they have twin beds in there and and those. It should be great. Well, the problem was that it was so hot that everything was just seeping through the tents. So during the day, it felt like 115 inside the tent. Yeah, because it's not insulated or anything. It's like an oven. Even at night, it didn't cool off that much. And then it downpoured on Saturday. The festival was great. But there was a microburst that ran right through where the festival was, and all the vendors' tents were destroyed because of it, including the tent that the radio station was in. And there was a piece of plywood on top of some boards that blew up and hit me in the forehead and gave me a mild concussion. What? So I had to go to the first aid tent. The board was like three foot by six foot and there were boards strapped to it to hold it down and it it the wind blew it up and it hit me right in the forehead knocked me into a barricade and it was it was nasty and then my phone was destroyed so i got a new phone but there's a bright side yesterday the general manager came in and said i heard there were issue with your phone i we want to reimburse you and I'm always the type of guy that says, no, it's, it's okay. Like, I, I, you know, I had my phone in my pocket. I didn't think to move it over. He said, no, we want to reimburse you. And I said, are you serious? 
and he said yeah that he wanted to make sure that I was covered so as I was freaking out because you guys know I do I do everything I do all my recordings on there um and I will uh I will not have to worry about that so I look at that as a gift even though some other people are like you know but yeah like they should do that it doesn't mean that they they would do it you know so yeah um, your head uh good I was I was in pain like today's the first day I woke up without a headache um it was uh yeah it was it was not great but I kept you guys know me I kept up with the broadcast and we did all everything uh I did an interview an hour and a half afterwards um and I just was grateful the uh it's funny the night before the first aid people were like huge fans of everything that like I do and they were checking on me like every like 30 minutes they were like hey we consider you like a friend so every 30 minutes we're gonna come around and make sure you're okay so they got on their golf cart and the first aid people like wherever I was they were at the at the time my phone wasn't working but my girlfriend's phone was so they were calling her making sure I was okay um and it was uh it, it turned out to be, you know, fine, but God, it was, it was a doozy. So that was, uh, yeah, that was the weekend. It's pretty, pretty solid. Oh, yeah. glad you're okay. Adventure. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, so that's, that's the majority of the, our last week. And as far as old timers go, we could start, I sent you guys some questions to dive into. Dennis, old timers, what is an old timer like to you what's your definition um my definition just simply like someone who has longevity like a lot of years you know and i think does it matter the type of sobriety or if they come in and out i don't know though like in our home group the ones that i identify is like old timers are usually ones that are like have over like 30 years and they're pretty consistent you know they have pretty good sobriety um you know i don't really know any old timers that like come in and out or have like bad sobriety that i consider old timers i guess yeah, there are when i say coming in and out i mean like ones that is the ones you see all the time or ones that you know they they talk to talk they walk the walk but maybe yeah. they go to many different other meetings so you don't see them um yeah and there are some of those like yeah but like now that we mention it now that i think about it it's like there are a couple of people that i do know that have over 30 years of sobriety that i don't consider an old timer mainly because of the quality of their sobriety you know like they're always miserable or always complaining or whatever and they don't really offer a lot of helpful stuff mm. and but it, those are the type of people whether they got long time or no time that i kind of like veer away from and kind of stick with the winners in a way mm. uh, so maybe like a quality of, of their sobriety does kind of matter without me even realizing it you know yeah do you agree with that james yeah i you know, as far as old timers, there's so many different 
kinds, but I think of people with, you know, 30 plus years, 20 years. And um, I certainly, you can just tell them they're the ones who are in the corner or just, you know, have a lot of information. And some of them can be kind, some of them can be brash, but um, I definitely agree. <laughs> yeah, I think old timers um, are ones that they don't have to quote the big book, but if you forget the way that it was when you were out drinking and just talk about how things are now, I have a tough time putting you in the old timer category because I don't know uh, enough about you. There are some old timers that are buttoned up and don't want to don't want to share about how it was and what happened, what it's like now. And they just want to quote how you're supposed to live your life and do things in like a general sense. And that's, that's all fine and good. I'm just, I, to me, it's not just the time that you have in the rooms. It's also what you can pass on to not only newcomers, but I guess whatever the heck we are, you know, like the, is, is there a, term for the people before they become old timers but they're not newcomers have you guys heard anything i think they call them alcoholics (laughs) (laughs) whippersnappers i like that i like that yeah are are we like young bucks you know (laughs) we're still still going through it i like i i think it's funny dennis yes alcoholics real alcoholics is that what we are uh, I, I don't we're, know. We're alcoholics if we say we're alcoholics. Yeah. It goes back to step one. Yeah, that's true. Are there, are there any lessons, Dennis, that have maybe stood out in something that you've learned from uh, an old timer or a couple uh, in the rooms? Uh, I mean, in my sobriety, like early on, I kind of gravitated towards the old timers and like would go to breakfast with them after or whatever coffee or whatnot and like so those are the people that kind of guided my sobriety and like my sponsor isn't an old isn't considered an old timer or whatever but like i would go to the morning meetings and he wouldn't go to the morning meetings he would go to the night meetings which i would also go to so during the morning session it was like you know like james was there but then all the old timers and stuff so you know, old timers were integral in the point of like my grand sponsor, like was the first one to like force me to like, um, like a, what should I call it? A chair meeting and sign up for service and stuff like that. Like when I was had a question and stuff like that, like it'd be the old timers that I asked and everything. So a specific thing, I don't know. I think helping push me into service and to fellowship is probably like, was very influential in early sobriety from them. Yeah, James, anything stand out? Well, with old timers, you know, for me personally, I have to be, I don't know, weary of, um, you know, just because they, like what you were saying about the time, Time sometimes does not matter. You can have a 
a person with 30 years that just says, you know, ass backwards stuff. And, um, you know, they don't have, you can tell um, just by talking to them that they don't have a lot of joy in their life. So, you know, is an old timer someone with a lot of years? Not necessarily. Yeah, they're an old timer, but um, they're not necessarily um, winners, if you will. So, um, fortunately, like Dennis was saying in the morning meetings, you know, there was, you know, about five, you know, staples when we came in. Then they were always at the morning meetings, if not there every morning, then, you know, once or twice a week. You know, I can, you know, there was Big Al, Dan, Richard, uh, Will, Ray. Uh, I said Danny, right? Yeah. Yep. Steve. Steve, yes. Steve is awesome. And um, Steve reminds me, you know, he, he's just like me, just like, you know, 40 years my future. He's He's got the same personality as me. He's just... It's just a breath of fresh air. And I hope I'm like Steve when I get older, you know. He just goes around and he he's just he just loves on people, you know. And he's like, you know, just live life and be kind to others. And this is what I went through. And he, he's whenever he shares, he always shares about, you know, you know, his spiritual experience and what he went through and you know how he is now. And he shares about his issues that he's going through. So you know, he's he's a great example of a, an old timer, an elder statesman that you know I can really learn from. Yeah, and if you want to go back and uh, listen, Steve actually told his story. Steve B. He told his story on a previous episode uh, of the Defective Characters podcast. So you can go back and um, enjoy that. And I want to say that my definition of old timer also changed because when I first came in if you had 10 years to me you were an old timer because I couldn't believe it I couldn't (laughs) believe that you had 10 years sobriety and so those people and it didn't even matter like the people that had like 20 or 30 years I didn't even know what good sobriety looked like so to me those people were old timers and I think because since I had a year and a half in sobriety a little bit more when I moved from Vermont to Orlando I stopped um, I guess judging people's sobriety in Vermont like the people that are there so still I know there were some people that had what most would consider not great sobriety. They would share on stuff and not almost the opposite of, uh, or maybe not the opposite of what Dennis, what you were saying. Like they would share about how everything was great and everything. But then I knew in their personal life, they weren't actually following that. And I gave them a break because I said, you know what? Maybe they're trying and they have to say it out loud to get themselves just a half step closer to the beam. But with those people, um, I looked at it as they go to, you know, seven meetings, 10 meetings a week. And I know that they, you know, even if it's just for the camaraderie, 
you know, of, well, they don't, they don't work anymore. It gets them out of the house. I knew that it was helping me for sure, because a lot of my home groups were open discussion. And if they didn't raise their hand to share, that there would be either newcomers sharing stuff and make me be like, oh man, like I wanted to, I'm a very goal oriented person. And if somebody doesn't share on the promises of like, hey, it used to be really bad, but look at this now. Um, I wouldn't, wouldn't have known how to get from A to B and B to C, you know, and people sharing like that and those old timers saying like, hey, I was able to do it, uh, was inspiring. And I think even still is, you know, when I see people that I know have more time than me and they never share in a meeting, um, I kind of wish they would, but only for selfish reasons. Obviously, if they're staying sober and, you know, I hear from other people that, oh, yeah, you know, things are going good for them. Everything's awesome. I'm, uh, I'm grateful for that. But selfishly I just want them to share some of that knowledge you know I think we all probably have a couple of people that we can think of that are in those meetings and they're so reliable and they're always there um, I just like I wonder what their story is you know yeah after your share I just I just thought of a, a joke <laughs> and um, I'll, I'll go ahead and um, say said joke what is the the favorite letter of a pirate? R. Nope, it's the C. Thank you, James. Yep. Seriously. How did you remember that joke from his share? <laughs> oh, because he said A, B, and C. A, B, and C. It's true. Sorry. Uh, Here's one for you, you Dennis. Okay, so if newcomers are the lifeblood of the program, what are old timers? Um, the mortar. Okay. And the breaking mortar. I don't know. Is there a correct answer to that? No, no. Yeah. It's open to. I would say. I would say the pillars, James. Yeah. Um, the staples. Yeah. I mean, go. if we keep the, the metaphor to lifeblood, <laughs> yeah, none of us bones. <laughs> They're the bones of the organization. They're the bones. Oh, I like that. They're the dry bones. We, yeah, we were using other analogies. I could have been like, they're the carrot cake. And then... <laughs> we're the frosting. <laughs> yeah. They're the, they're the spiced rum. I'm the cherry on top. Yeah. Well, if the lifeblood, you know, the newcomers are, are what keep it going so the old timers have uh, you know something to do because the only way they're going to keep what they have which is sobriety is to give it away um, they need the, the newcomers coming in otherwise they're just you know 10 old guys talking to themselves over and over again about what's going on in their lives uh, kind of like what we do and then um you know the newcomers like we're helping people i think you know by doing this podcast we're are sharing our experience strength and hope 
hopefully someone is listening uh, that could use this podcast i mean that's yeah. why we're doing it um, and it's fun you know it's it's kind of like um we're getting a meeting every week um i don't know yeah but, uh, old timers are, are necessary because it shows the newcomers that the program it really does work look this guy has 10 years 20 years 30 years and they're still coming to these meetings um thankfully the meetings are fun um and then the fellowship and then the, the relationships you get with the old timers that's another thing I, I love the fact that you know a 21 year old can become friends with a 61 year old and be truly friends i agree i love i, think I that's love so that cool yeah I, I love I love when I introduce people like so say we're at the you know the coffee shop down the road from the meeting and somebody that I know th- this happened a lot in Vermont I don't know if it's happened since I've been in Orlando but where there's you look at us and we look like a group that has nothing in common we're all wearing different clothes different ages different races and a friend of mine when I was in Vermont came up and was like, hey, oh, I think I was, I had extra tickets to something and it was a bowling event I was doing and I invited like eight people and my coworkers didn't, couldn't understand what was going on because it looked, it was it, the spread of ages, races, uh, and just what we looked like looked like what like the bozos on the bus, you know, like what, what, are, oh, are they they friends of yours? Because <laughs> the oldest guy was like in his nineties, and then there was somebody who was eighteen. So it was just the the craziest thing, and I love that, you know. And I didn't say, oh, they're my good AA buddies. I just said, yeah, some of my best friends, and uh there's just so much power in that you know yeah Yeah, we used to get like how do you guys know each other (laughs) oh we go to the same church or something yeah i've used that before church buddy he's a church no one says anything else like oh okay yeah yeah i know this was gonna come up so i i don't want it to be the last note that i put out there but I figured that I, and this is this is not knocking any old timer in particular. But is there anything that you think old timers get wrong? Yeah, for sure. I think, and it's not all of them, but I think the the old saying of like you can catch more flies with honey than vinegar. Like some of them don't seem to realize that, where they become very abrasive or like demanding you know what i'm saying kind of like sometimes coming off is not mean because they come from the old school or they come from new york or something like that so it's like you know it, it can be very turn offish and controlling in a way where like that's a different generational thing or do you think that was um like AA in particular or like a recovery program that's how their old timers were when they came in so they're like well I have to like will we be like that because people that have more years on us 
we're like I that. think it's it's I don't think it's necessarily a generational thing I think it's more of a regional thing gotcha. where like depending on where you're from and what how your sponsors were to you you know so like we're in Florida right so and we're in Orlando like Disney World like the tourist capital of the world so we get people from all over the place so like not all old timers are like that not all old timers in our group are like that but so like a lot of it stems from like New York or like those more abrasive or stereotypically more abrasive cultures kind of gotcha but it is what it is it's I, I always chalk it up to like different flavors you know you need vanilla and chocolate ice cream yeah uh anything that stand out james as far as things that uh maybe um old timers and whatever whatever we are like things that they get wrong i wish there was a better way to say it i just can't come up with it right now oh we're people mike we're people people that's right humans (laughs) yeah absolutely this is um when i I, I, I don't I don't judge too much these days and I try not to you know get offended but you know I used to cringe when I'd be in a meeting and I'd hear a guy with 30 years talk about oh just don't drink and come to meetings don't mm. worry about this God thing right now you know that's just don't drink go to meetings and which that's fine but when they say don't worry about this God thing and I've heard old timers say, you know, they're reading in the book, like, God is everything or nothing. Yeah, I don't believe in that. And I'm just like, what? The whole book is about getting closer to God and having a personal relationship with God. When you just put God to the side, you're giving the wrong mesh message, you know. Sure, drinking is, is a big part of it, but it's just... You know, it's just a symptom of really what's going on with us. We have a spiritual malady. And the old timers that uh, diminish the whole part of God and and spirituality, it, it just, yeah, it still kind of makes me cringe, to be honest with you. <laughs> I was like, yeah, they missed something. They've got 30 years and God's not that important to them. So, you know, I don't want to be around that person. So yeah. I think a lot of or old timers um you know they're just they're dry drunks is what they are yeah that they definitely have um missed the boat somewhere they they, maybe they never received that spiritual awakening or experience they've just been um alcohol free for 30 years and god bless them i hope that you know they find that what they're looking for other than the fellowship and meetings because if i had to live on fellowship and meetings alone i don't think i'd be very happy either <laughs> you know the comparison that i give i give it to people and we're we're in florida so you guys might not get this as much or you might i hope you do ever that everybody up north and i don't just mean the northeast where i grew up because also in the midwest when i was there people would do it where they would say, oh, when I retire, I'm going to go to Florida or I'm going to go to this. I'm going to go to that. And it was almost like living every single day like you're in prison, like you just have to go through. And then at some point you'll get to like exhale and relax. And I think if you put off 
that peace like you're talking about, James. It's almost like you're not you're you say, oh, I'll retire one day. And it's like you could be free today. You know, you don't have to wait around 30 years. Um, the the plug in the jug was definitely what I was going to call out. And the, the other thing that I think stood out to me of making sure that you don't tell a newcomer that they have to sit down and shut up if on the very first time like if they're going through a hard time and it's something that in some meetings that they you know um, they say I know in our home group we don't but a lot of them that I had been to across the country whenever I would go any place on vacation they would say is anybody having trouble staying away from a drink or a drug today and you raise your hand and my sponsor said Always, 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 if you're having trouble, raise your hand. And there are some old timers that are like, yeah, that person's always raising their hand. And it's like, but you're also not going up to them after the meeting and asking how they're doing. Like, and the old timers are the ones who, if if you want to say that you're an old timer and be considered that, and go to meetings all the time maybe that person needs to to share you know maybe they need something i'm not talking about taking up and holding the whole meeting hostage with like a five minute share but if they're having a tough time and then you're judging them afterwards you know maybe they need you you know or maybe in this has happened i I don't know if it's happened to you you dennis where if there's a newcomer your sponsor like said like oh maybe I know my sponsor has in the past as far as like hey maybe there would be a good sponsee or maybe go up to him and maybe it takes that the old timer or a grant sponsor to step in and be like hey I you know I don't have the time to do it but maybe I can be a uh, a helping hand Instead of just judging and saying, don't talk, just go to meetings and just sit there. And that always uh, drove me nuts and made me not understand why that would be a thing. You know, yeah. so, I, I, I didn't want to take this on a negative turn. I wanted to end on a positive note. But was there something else you wanted to add, Dennis? Um, I don't know. I <clears throat> I agree with you, though, in in the sense that, like, when a newcomer comes in, a lot of times this is the first place where they're actually hearing people that they can relate to. And that they, when they start talking or start sharing for like the first time, a lot of times it's the first time that they're able to ever comfortably vocalize what ever. they're going through right. ever in their life. So like I've heard people say like oh, the sit down, shut up kind of thing. But typically in our groups, even though some people might say that, we allow newcomers to talk. And it is always good because then you get to know them, you get to kind of feel what they're going through. And then you feel more comfortable talking to them afterwards or whatever, because they're, they've opened up a little bit. Right. So I think it's like newcomers really are the most important thing. They're, the, they're there to get help. And they're in a state that is as bad as we were when we went in. 
So our job as people that have come before them is to help them, to help relieve their suffering and show them how to get out of it. And yeah. you can't do that if they're just, just sitting in the corner, not speaking. You know? Right. Yeah. And the, the last uh, question that I tossed out to you guys, I'll go first so that way it gives you a second, is do you strive to be an old timer? And the definition that Dennis, James, and I gave about what an old timer was, I do strive to be that. Um, but I know I can't be that if today I'm not the best person that I can possibly be. Um, and I don't have to be perfect. I just have to strive to be the best version of me and know that the things that we were talking about that, um, maybe old timers do wrong. I make sure that today as a member of a program that has saved my life and many of my friends that I just do the best job that I possibly can be. Um, you know, there's, when I was married, they do a thing at weddings where they say, okay, couples that, you know, that have been together or married on the dance floor. And then they go, if you've been uh, married five years um, or more, stay on the dance floor. And then everybody that's only been married a couple of years has to leave. And then at the end of the dance, somebody that's been up there for 50 years, uh, a couple is there and then everybody cheers them because they've been together that long I want to be the alcoholic that has great sobriety is there has been able to be a part of so many people's lives and sobriety in some alcathons they do it where they say okay everybody stand up and then everyone sits down after 5 years 10 years 15 years sobriety and then you have people that have an insane amount of time and people that you always see around at meetings or now that Zoom meetings are a thing you see those people in those rooms and I would love to be that but I know that I can't be if I don't just take it one day at a time so well you know what they say don't drink and don't die that's what they say yeah that's right that's right Dennis is that is that you are you going to be up there with me um I don't know. I don't think that far ahead. I'm just trying to survive today. <laughs> you know, like if I end up becoming an old timer, I don't know. I don't try. I just show up when I can and, and do what I'm supposed to do. And then, you know, I got four years in the, now and I didn't think about getting four years, that kind of thing. You know, I didn't look forward to four years, but, you know, doing the next right thing over the every day eventually adds up and I kind of feel like that's the same way with becoming an old timer just keep doing what you're doing and over time eventually one day you'll wake up and someone will call you an old timer and you'll double check and be like what no and then you'll realize oh shit I just picked up 30 years Mm -hmm. yeah James yep Yep. I'll I'll be be an old timer -timer. thanks James (laughs) We'll be back next Thursday <laughs> sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you on episode 106. With an effective character, it's entirely ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember, you're an old-timer if the milk label says you are. And we'll <laughs> see you next time. You guys should really just do these. I'm really running out of ideas. <laughs>